Welcome to Season 2 of the Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon Pirrett, co-host with Dean Curry. If you enjoyed Season 1, then Season 2 is going to blow your mind. Let me assure you this, it will be disreputable. The topics, the guests, everything we talk about is going to be disreputable and it's just for you. Thank you for listening. Now enjoy Season 2 of the Disreputable Podcast. Hey everybody, we're back. Welcome to Episode 7 yes, yes. of our Disreputable Podcast. Yeah, thank it's good you. to have you back. Man, thank you. Thank you. The episodes have been great. Yeah, thank you. Love it. And I, I know you all appreciate Brandon and and just what you do in these podcasts. Yeah, man. thank great. you, man. Yeah, yeah we are. We, we've, we've had a lot of special guests and uh, today is a, a real special guest. A friend. You're not a guest. Yeah, he's a friend. It's a it's a, a really a, an honor for me because I met Isaac Hishi nine years ago in India. He is a Tibetan, and his life's work and really the baton was passed to you from your father. Your life's work is caring for Tibetan refugees in the name of Jesus. Hmm. So Isaac, uh, you're you're, you're gonna, they're going to hear perfect English right. because you were actually educated in the states. Talk about your education. Grew up in India. Yep, I grew up in uh, India in uh, in a school called uh, Woodstock uh, School. And Very prominent private yes, school. Yes, a missionary school. Yeah. And uh, and then after I graduated in '95, I I came. Uh, here to the U.S. and I studied uh, uh, architecture in Southfield, uh, Michigan. Uh, and, and now India is exploding with growth and uh, buildings everywhere. Why aren't? Why are you working with refugees in, instead of building high rises and making your mark in that way? Hmm. Well, I think uh, what I what I say uh, in very short is uh, you know. Um, I'm not building buildings, but I'm building um, buildings in, in the kingdom of heaven. In heaven. Because yeah. you're, you're a person of faith. That's right. A Jesus person. A Jesus guy. All, were you always a Jesus guy? Not always, but uh, you know, I, I, I came to understand that late in life. But uh-huh. uh, um, Otherwise, I was born in a normal Christian home. And uh, God, like any good Christian... Uh, person got baptized when I was 18. Okay. Um, but I didn't really come to terms with uh, my own life uh, until I ran into problems of my own and right. began understanding what life really is. It was you were in a Christian culture, but not necessarily feeling it yourself. Right. Now we have people that watch the podcast, right. and Brandon and I talk about it all the time, that aren't necessarily people of faith. Right. So obviously. People that know anything about Tibetans right. know that there's the Dalai Lama right. and 99.9% of Tibetans are Buddhist. Mm-hmm. Why are you not a Buddhist? Uh, well, I, um, I'm fourth, probably fourth or fifth generation born um, uh, Tibetan, come uh, Ladakhi. Um, and we sort of come from that Christian uh, background because uh, our great grandparents were the ones who were converted 
They yeah. were quite prominent Buddhists at the time. Oh yes. yeah, they were the aristocrats, um, uh, both on my father's, uh, sorry, both uh, on my mother's side, primarily. Um, and uh, they were aristocrats in the sense that they were, you know, related to the king, really. And so, um, all the way um, to my mother, uh, our bloodline is to the king, but since our mother married uh, uh, a foreigner, uh, we, we are not royalty. Okay. But we're definitely... Well, you're royalty to us. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, Brandon, I we both. How many times have you been to see the work there in India? Uh, twice. Twice. Yeah. What was the impression when you see these uh, Isaac and his family caring for these dozens of refugees? Yeah. How, what was the first impression it made on you? Uh, Jesus is way bigger than I had ever imagined. Yeah. I mean, uh, those that that are a part of our podcast, they they understand bits and pieces of my story, and it was it was, you know, I found Jesus in some low moments. But if you're not careful, you you put a hat on, or you or you immediately put Jesus in this box right. that labels him, and and it and it, and it just shrinks how big he can be. I remember the first time walking um, from your house to the where the where the boys stay, and just thinking to myself. Everyone should walk this walk, this road, because Jesus is so big, and He can reach so many people. And if we just, if we just let Him be who He is, right. you know, right. that's, I, I love that. Because yeah. that, to me, seems like that's part of you. You said when you had self-discovery, basically, was when you realized you needed Jesus, and because of who Jesus has been to you, mm. you decided to raise up these young boys that have gone through similar things that you have gone through sure. to explain the principles of Jesus and who Jesus is. You're not trying, you even said that, I think yesterday, we're not, you're not trying to necessarily convert people as no, much as you are interested in sharing the love and hope of Jesus. Right. Because that's what you found. Right. That's absolutely right. And I think uh, I've said this to Dean a number of times, but, you know, um, it seems to me that 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 relationships, um, deep, meaningful, purposeful uh, relationships, will always transcend culture, mm. will always transcend religion, right? Um, and whatever other quirks you may have, right? That that you subscribe to, right? Um, those relationships are important, and if they're if they are something that they do that you do with regularity, priority. Uh, and intentionality, mm -hmm. um, then that's something that, you know, will probably change your life. Why would the Dalai Lama, because you have his blessing. To do I, the work. I've met the Dalai Lama with you. You have his blessing to do this work. Why would he ask a follower of Jesus right. to partner with him? Well, I think that's, um, that's kind of the, the relationships um, that my father was able to build with uh, the Tibetan elders and the community really was sort of the avenue um, for this work to actually uh, begin. And uh, I think, uh, you know, the, the sort of message that the Dalai Lama got was that we're not converting them right. Right. Um, to Christianity. Right. We're, we're teaching about the life 
teachings, right. principles, you know, of Jesus. Uh, and, you know... Um, Believing believe, and hoping that that is what will transform people's lives. Absolutely. And I, and I think that, 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 um, that to a large degree, um, the Dalai Lama knows that, right. that you know, that, that Jesus was a great teacher. Right. You know, he was a great lover uh, of people, especially those people who were, you know, downtrodden and downcast. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, I think every, every culture has that. Um, and we have been fortunate enough to, to come from a Tibetan culture and have a, have a burden for our own people for yeah. four or five generations. Wow. For a Buddhist who's watching right now, tell me what you have grown to love and appreciate about Buddhism. I know that this will make Christians uh, nervous, but you have a great appreciation for parts of Buddhism, yes? Yeah, I have a great appreciation for Buddhists because of um, uh, their their gentleness, their uh, their being able to love, right. their hospitality, yeah, compassion, uh, their love for yeah, yeah, their love for for nature, their yeah. love for animals, um, and that's something that is actually striking. And uh, and for me, um, you know, I, I sometimes see. Um, that that people who are Buddhists can actually put me to shame. Right. Sure. Right. In, in my morality. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You in know, those categories. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and so it's uh, it's something for for yeah. for me to look forward to and aspire to as we make these right. relationships. And, and I, I I echo that because when I've spent time with you and these other Buddhist friends, I've noticed that same thing: their care and love for. For God's creation and for animals is uh, it gives me new eyes to see the world yeah. in a better way. Now, in contrast, you've seen religion in general, but specifically because you're in a Buddhist context. But you've also seen Hinduism and other. What have you seen about Buddhism or Hinduism that keeps people captive? Mm. Well, I think it's it's um, you know it's it's part of being uh, born in that sort of a culture. Uh, I think I wouldn't necessarily say it's uh, it's uh, captive because I think many people who want to break free from it do, you know. Um, and I think uh, in today's day and age, um, you know, the world is mixing and and the world is becoming. Uh, different and so um, I don't I wouldn't really say that it's it's uh, so much captivating I would say that because of um, you know because because of the ideals of the world changing you know economics now are so different than they were five ten years ago mm -hmm. you know and and so I think uh, people are changing people in India are changing and I think um, you know, uh, with the education system changing and with everything else that, that is changing, uh, people eventually will come to uh, this first world idea, kind of like in America, you know, everyone is, uh, uh, everyone is sort of wanting to live their life the way that that they see yeah. that they would like to to live right 
Um, and I think that's where um, the second world and the third world kind of gets its uh, ideals from. They look at the first world. And right. Think They're looking at America oh, saying, yes. we want that. Absolutely. Right. But when you're in America, do you notice that Americans are, can be in a form of captivity? Sure. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Well, to when, materialism. Sure. And, yeah. yeah. When I was thinking about, just a minute ago, when I decided to follow Jesus, I had to give up Friday night parties, maybe. Right. You know, like, I had to give up drugs and alcohol or something like that, you know? And when you when you hear, when the Bible says, you know, when you choose to follow Jesus, you, in some cases, you leave your family, you, you, you lose everything. To, the, the cost that it is to follow Jesus, for me, was like not a hard cost. I mean, yeah, it got a little difficult in some areas, but for you and for the people that you're trying to reach, it's a it's a sacrifice. It's a cost. It's, oh yes, it's you 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 are separated from families. Yes, absolutely. So there's there's a price. Oh yeah. So in some some ways, then you say, then what does what what does it look like, or what does it take for someone to know Jesus in Dehradun, India? Well, I think, uh, you know, to address your first uh, question of what is the cost, um, you know, my, my grandparents, my grandfather, my father, um, they were all persecuted. Um, like real persecution? Yes. Perse not, not persecution like... as in my grandfather was uh, poisoned, uh, he was put in jail, and, and these weren't even... Uh, people that didn't agree with him. These sure. were his own relatives. Yeah, right. These were people um, he knew. These were right. people that were actually supposed to protect him. Right. Uh, but, but just one thing, uh, you know, the, the religion part of it, and the conversion part of it, uh, he paid um, dearly and, and actually had to run away. Uh, my, my father, um, you know, wrote a book uh, about Jesus uh, in uh, in the in the Tibetan script mm -hmm. and uh, and so he was persecuted for that right. because they said how can you write a book about Jesus mm -hmm. in our in our you know in our Buddhist in our language right. right yeah right right you know? and so I, I think uh, with, with that you know um, he also he served uh, the Ladakh uh, church and the congregation, um, as well as the school as principal and pastor for almost 13, 14 years. And after that, you know, after the, the persecution happened, we were very little. Mm -hmm. and, and so I still remember these, uh, these men in, in black masks coming wow. at night. Really? And uh, threatening my father. Mm -hmm. it, it became such a... A big issue. Uh, it became a national issue. Wow! And they had uh, they had the police and the army guarding uh, the parsonage <clears throat> and the school. Wow! For a few months. Right. You know. So yeah, you, you do you do uh, pay you do definitely uh, pay a price for it. <clears throat> What's interesting about you, and I think we share this, is that you 
try to not be religious. Right. Yeah. You, you really don't want to be religious. No, absolutely. Even though in India, even more so than America, you're surrounded by religion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the way to your home, there's that road, a winding road, and I mean, there's temples everywhere. Yeah, all over. Yeah. Why? What's wrong with religion in your mind, and why don't you? Why do you say you're not religious? Well, I think uh, I think uh, religion is all about you know uh, tradition that is steeped in long history, you know, and uh, I think many people uh, just don't understand, um, and and many a times what happens is that nobody will take the time to really explain it to you, or you won't really uh, do your own due de diligence by actually studying right. what you're meant to. Uh, it's kind of like the blind people leading the blind people. Sure. Um, I, I have great respect for those people who um, who are deeply religious, but they understand the context because right. you know the history happened eras ago, millennia ago. Yeah. You know, and we're living in a different era. Right. And so um, to be able to you know, take out something that happened a millennia ago um, and to still live that way in today's world is, right. is, is not something that's sustainable. Um, but if you understand the context of it, I think that's what's important. You know, a lot of Christians, when they hear you say that, they're not going to be happy. Right. Does that bother you? Well, not at all. <laughs> Why doesn't it bother you? I mean, Well, it, it doesn't bother me because, you know... Um, uh, as long as you sort of understand what Jesus was about, I mean, Jesus was this this really um, controversial figure for the religious people in his days. You know, he was just out of the box kind of guy, and that's why the religious people didn't like him. Right. And eventually, it was them who planned to kill him. Yeah, it wasn't the Romans. No, it wasn't the Romans. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in closing, uh, I want you to talk to the people of Tacoma, mm. because. Over the last 10 years that we've known each other, almost 10 years, Brandon and I have made many trips over there. For, we've had friends come over. And thousands of dollars have been raised by the, many of the people that are going to watch this. Right. And uh, they haven't ever met you face-to-face. -face. We're just blessed that you happen to be passing through town on your way back to India. But what do you want the people of Tacoma to know about about this, about their city, about your city, about this invisible partnership that they've had with you. Yeah, I, I would just like to uh, firstly uh, thank Dean and Brandon for their love and for their friendship and uh, for giving me an avenue in opening up uh, this great city of Tacoma. Uh, and uh, I would just like to say, you know, that, um, uh, you know, Tibetans have for a very long time uh, sort of been a forgotten race, right. you know, and under the oppression of, of the Chinese. And you hear of a lot of oppression uh, in other parts of the country, especially with, with the Jewish people. And uh, a lot of people uh, actually care and they do something about it. And it seems sometimes that the Tibetan people are forgotten and so I'd just like to say to uh, you know uh,
come hold hands with us and, and not forget um, what happened in, in, in history and in the destruction of so many uh, monasteries and killing so many people um, and uh, Tibetan people living in, in uh, being, being a refugee everywhere. Right, you know, it's a hard life. Yeah, right. It is hard life. It's a hard life, and and so um, I just ask the Tacoma people to pray for Tibetans, to have a heart for Tibetans, and uh, and to continue to to join hands uh, with us as a community um, to gain awareness. And uh, if you can come on by and, and visit us, beautiful. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely do that. Yeah. Absolutely. I think when we started this, I introduced you as a guest, and then I think I said, oh, he's more like a friend, but as I just sit here and listen to you talk, I was like, no, he's a brother. Yeah. You know, yeah. so thank you for being a brother. Thank you for being on here, and uh, you are a blessing. You you are making a difference, whether you realize for it or sure. not, in people's lives, that maybe more people, uh, you're, you're investing in more people's lives than maybe even people watching. That's not to insult them, but it's to encourage you mm, that in you. moments where you feel like you're not making a difference, man, you're making a huge difference. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, thank you. Bless you. Thank you for watching. Hopefully you. you enjoyed this. Share with some friends, people that you know uh, should hear this. And thank you again for being a part. We'll see you next time. Yeah, yeah. Blessings.